Coming up on TMS PM, fungal around the bunghole. The crowd of nope. Calk that bread. Peanut butter is the weatherproofing of sandwiches. TMS stops being polite and starts getting real. Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Your Twitter questions and more on this episode of TMS PM. This is the morning stream. But it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. What are you grinning at? You're grinning. I'm laughing at, uh, yeah, Captain Kipper put a uh, gif in the chat room yeah. of a really furry gray cat that somebody sticks a McDonald's bag over its head. And it gives the person the side eye like you wouldn't believe. It's a brilliant, it's like a great. Oh, I, I saw love, this I on uh, TikTok earlier. Really? Um, yeah, that is. And the a- cat just looks at him like, "Are you done? Yeah, the cat's Are you done? Kinda, Do I take this thing off my head now?" Cat's kind of pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Look at him. He's just like, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I love it. That would crack me up. Yeah. Well, well done. Hey, it's Brian over there. It's Scott over here. We're doing the TMS PM. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's the PM edition of the show. It's Friday. It's uh, August 16th, 2019. We're going to do a show. Hey, I ate all those Taco Bell things, by the way. I ate them all. I'm not surprised. I'm amazed that uh, it took you that long. Because when did we try it on the show? Yesterday or day before? Day before. Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Wednesday. Maybe it was Thursday. I don't remember now. But all I know is I ate I all of Wednesday them. Wednesday because I, yeah, I've had this bag of licorice for a couple days now. As a result, uh, I had like a like sodium headache all night, so I really shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. I still have, uh, you know, the better portion of a bag. Although, I will admit, these things are, they are addicting. Like, it is really easy to just start, nom, nom, yep. nom, you know, one right after another. Yep. Especially when you do what I've been doing and what I think you've been doing based on your tweets is checking out the... Um, the, the update for No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah, it's really good. It it's is really very, good. very good. They added some really cool stuff, and uh, I like it a lot. I think that they have um, done due diligence over the last couple of years to bring that game to a really cool place, and uh, it's super solid right now. I really like it. It is. Yeah. Really Free is. update, too. Yeah. So if you own it, you just get the update. And if you never pulled the trigger, why now might be the time. Uh, now is the time. Here is the place. Indeed. I got a quick email from a listener. It's actually a comment on our on our uh, blog. Kind of like an email. Uh, this came to us from Phony Guacam. Wow. Or no, he's uh, Octane. Sorry, Octane's his name. Gotcha. He says uh, on our episode, which was TMS seventeen sixty seven, called Phony Guacamole. He says, Scott, if you think Finnish is hard, try learning Icelandic. Your head will explode. Beautiful language, but bloody hard to learn. No offense to any Icelanders reading this. He says. So I, I, I like that the, uh, I'm guessing that is the Icelandic equivalent of PS is NB. Yeah, what is that? NB, not to be bothered. Uh, n- n- <laughs> I don't know what that New is. New balance. Narrow, <laughs> narrow bowels. I don't know what it means. But right. uh, we do know that, uh, yeah, can someone explain that in the chat? Any of you use NB instead of PS? Or are you normal people like us and you just oh, PS? Oh, jeez. Throwing the shade. Bark a bark. Bit of the shade. Note well? Uh, no. Note, yeah, note well. Yeah, but what's the? where's the W? We're normal. There's no W. Well, it, note well. Well, note, a, well, note well is the is basically what it means. So. Oh. 
like NB in in Icelandic. It's not bien, bien. Nipple blockage. I try to want to put it in Spanish. Not the bien, and then they they add that in there as NB. What means note well? Okay. I don't know what I don't know what that means. Like note well, because PS is postscript. It's post the stuff I the script I just scripted to you. And then usually postscript is like, uh, here's a here's a side note. It's not really right, right. Cr- and I crucial. think that's what this is as well. Okay, yeah. so note well, postscript. I've learned something today. I've heard of yes, eg. All's but, well that notes well. Sure. Uh, eg is different though, right? That's like uh, right. Example uh, given or whatever. I don't know if that's really what eg stands for, but that's what I always equate it to is example given. So you say something, and then you put eg in parentheses. Um, Charles McMurray and Fred Jones and Larry uh, Frankelstein. Sure. As like, examples of the thing you just said. Right. Or if I said, um, <laughs> if my email said, or, or something in it said, boy, it sure is hot out today, uh, today, e.g., like hell. <laughs> right? Like that's an example. Um, okay. I'm thinking more like, um, uh, you know, there are a lot of candies at the store. E.g. M&M's, Skittles, Star, Starburst. Oh, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, that's better. All right. Well, I'd never heard Note Well before. We've uh, we appreciate. I yeah, we appreciate but the based learning. Based on based on Nota Bene, it feels like it's a European, like Italian or or Latin based, right? Nota Bene. Well, Sidian uh, says Latin, and Sidian. Oh, he is does often, say Latin. Yeah. Okay. He's often right. I usually believe him. Well, the problem with with Sidian is if even if he's wrong, he's so loud about being wrong that you just you just want to say he's right just so he shuts up. Yeah, you're better off just saying, "Okay, dude, you're right. It's fine." All right, fine. Yes, you're all pretty. Yes, yeah. uh-huh, <laughs> <laughs> He had uh, he had some really good things to say uh, during the instance today, so I appreciate him for that. Oh, really? um, also, I watched Jeannie, it for just oh, a few minutes. Yeah, it? it was a good episode. I think you. I think people yeah. will enjoy it. We had a spirited discussion about. I don't know the philosophy behind something like classic and what kind of players might like it. Uh, sure. So we'll see. Not I, me. Yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah. I think you and I might be in the crowd of nope, no thanks. Yeah, and and for me it is just purely a no time situation. Like if I had the time, I probably would check it out. I feel like I'm already, I'm already um, risking problems by trying to play No Man's Sky in my quote unquote free time. Mm-hmm. There were things I should have done this afternoon, but instead I mined carbon and built a uh, some sort of biofuel thing so that I could make biofuel, <laughs> a biofuel reactor. Yeah, all the my base. all the stuff in there is just nonsense, isn't it? Boy, my planet though! All yeah. of a sudden, my planet is like uh, half covered with water. That's kind of cool. Yeah, there's a lot of added stuff. You can and you can go in the water now and build underwater-based yeah. stuff now. It's really cool. I've noticed that. That's nifty. Very cool game. I still like to call yes. it Nomansky. That's fun to say. Nomansky. Yeah. Sure. Nomansky. Hello, I'm Igor Nomansky. <laughs> I am spending all my time grinding materials to put in my base. In Soviet Russia, it takes five updates to make full game. <laughs> <laughs> to make full game. From, to make worth um, fifty nine dollars takes five updates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not hooked up the PSVR though. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do that this weekend because I really want to see how that looks. Oh, you have it on PlayStation. That's right. I do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Uh, the performance vastly increased for me on PC. I wonder if the uh, 
if they were able to optimize for uh, PlayStation as well. Because it's definitely Maybe. a bump over the last update. I'm, I'm noticing a much smoother frame rate at higher resolutions and better graphic settings and all that. So that seems good. Sure. Well done, guys. Well done. All right. Yeah. As is the tradition yeah. here on uh, Fridays, we don't really have a rule or a book to follow. We just do what we want. And what we want to do right now is add Dan Dan, the tabletop man, to the show. Mentioned to me earlier via text that he has something to tell you since you missed out on the Gen Con wrap-up. So oh, we'll, cool. Okay. We'll find out what that is in a second. But before we do that, I have to play his theme because that's important. And here it is. Maybe he is a leprechaun. He's dancing a jig. Oh, it's, the word Dan was in dancing. That's why I came up. Hey! <laughs> Are you a leprechaun, Dan? That might explain some things. I'm a slight leprechaun. I'm a little bit of a tall leprechaun. Yeah? Yes. What would that be called? Well, I, am, uh, I do have some some good uh, wit beer from uh, Weeping Willow Wit. This is from Mother Earth Brewing. Tell me more. What is this beer? You guys might like this. So this is a, a brewery down in Kinston, North Carolina, down east. Uh, they try to only they're they're very green. So they use uh, I think I don't know if they can if they can get enough power to brew the beer, but I know their tap room is all solar powered, mm. and they use all uh, you know natural elements. I think they grow most of their uh, ingredients right That's on site. Cool. So it's actually a nice little thing. That's pretty crazy yeah. for a crap hole town. It's pretty nice. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say that if you were a leprechaun, uh, at the end of your rainbow would be a pot full of uh, what, like uh, clonopin or uh, <laughs> yeah. What would you keep in your little your little rainbow pot? What would you have in there? Well, and mine would mine would probably be mostly hops and barley. I would think and, and chips. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But but yeah. Um, since Most I don't, always trying to take me hops and greens. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably have some some uh, some chits in there and some meeples. Oh, definitely some, some meeples, meeples and chits in there. Yeah, yeah. meeples there's, and chits. There's a really cool shirt. It's a very inside. Uh, you know, Ibit, you'd appreciate this. You know that? Um, oh, it's an older song. Bam, 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 Black Betty. Yeah, Betty. So there's a there's a shirt that's Conez Pam, Bam, Wham, and Tanez Pam. It's got all the Benzelay. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's hilarious. Really. Wait, I have sounds, that song. That sounds really funny. I have that song. I want to play it for a sec. Just to taste it. This is the one, right? I don't know why she's not singing. Is this an electro swing cover of it? Uh, sounds like. It's one you gave me. Caravan, Caravan Palace uh, is who does it. It's pretty good. Bam, bam. At some point, she sings. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to find a picture of that shirt. Oh, that there she is. I knew she was in there. There it is right there. That is exactly it. That is a cover of the song that I think was originally by Ram Jam. It might have been originally by Lead, uh, Lead Belly. Is that right? I or am I just thinking Lead Belly, Black Betty? <laughs> I can't. You know, I Led might belly, be, I might be con confusing the two. Belly, <laughs> Ram, bam, Jam, bam. Ram Jam was the big version, like the big, right. the big single. Anyway. Uh, you're just making me want jam. All right. Hey. Yeah. So you Dan, yeah. What? Sorry. What were you gonna say? No, no. I, well, you you had mentioned jam. So uh, this was a big conversation that I that we had in a. I go real. This is a Danget city here. All right. So we talked about uh, in in when we were out in Indianapolis at Gen Con, there was a, an article that came out. It was like the the most popular sandwiches in the United States. Okay. Do you, do you know what the most what would you think the most popular sandwich is? Oh well, man. I mean, I think uh, peanut butter and I mean just just based on the fact that this was uh, what triggered it for you. I mean, I guess peanut butter and jelly. Let me guess. Well, but we will get to that. No, that's number 8. Number we'll get to eight. that. That sparked a conversation about PB&J as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say um, uh, Turkey Club. Grilled Turkey cheese. Club was, grilled cheese is number 1. Oh, there we go. Wait, where was <laughs> Turkey cheese. Club? Is Turkey Club on there? 
Turkey Club was like number three or four. It's very, okay. very high. I think the, like the chicken sandwich is number two, and Turkey Club is, is actually Is a high. hot dog on there? Because it better not be. No, hot dog is not on there. Right. Okay, good. Uh, just, just, just bacon by itself, however, is like very, very high on the list. On a so, sandwich list? Just a bacon sandwich? Yeah, just a bacon sandwich. This is how crazy our country is. We right. love just, we'll put bacon on anything and by itself. All right, sure. Yeah. Why not? So this part of the conversation where... Until I got married, and apparently I thought it was because my wife was Southern. It's more, more or less because of uh, she didn't want our kids making a mess. We I learned a different way to make a PB&J sandwich. Now, how do you guys make your traditional PB&J? Oh, um, I have two slices of bread. I put peanut butter on one side, and I put jelly on the other side, and then I mash the two together. Slow I can't, down. I'm, I can't believe you're going to tell me that there's another way to do this. <laughs> Uh, hold on, let me tell you how Wait. I do it. I take my bread. Hmm, let me think here. Okay, this is what I'll do most of the time because I don't like a whole si full-sized PB&J. I like to take a single piece mm. of white bread. Grandma Sycamore is my preferred brand bread. I like to lay her down, slather the, the chunky peanut butter <laughs> on one side of Grandma. Smother, smother Grandma Sycamore <laughs> with some peanut butter. That's right. The other side, some blackberry or uh, raspberry jam, something good, and then fold yeah. it so you kind of have a peanut butter and jelly taco uh, is more like what sure. I make. Just to use up one slice. Is, do you have, is it uh, larger than like a typical Wonder Bread square bread uh, slice? It's like that. Yeah, so a little bit like wider. Yeah, a little like thicker. Said, nice taco. Yeah. All right, so here's I got something for you guys. <laughs> you will love this. Okay. All right. And you need to do this for me, and you need then you need to text me when you're done because this is heaven. Okay. Oh, he's bowl, cutting out. Hold on. You put the jelly in the bowl and you stir like hell. Okay, it's gonna so you, take a couple of minutes. So you make okay, a well, you, you, you make broke a, up a you broke up for a sec. Hold on. So you make like a goober, that. you make like a goober's Ball. Yeah, so you're doing kind of like a goober grape, but you're going to put them both in one bowl, okay. and then you're going to stir the hell out of them until they go kind of in solution. So what happens with jelly is you kind of get those bubbles. You ever see that, like yeah. the jelly bubbles from mixing a little bit? Sure, when, yeah. when you mix it enough, it'll go into solution. You'll kind of get like purple peanut butter, okay. uh -huh. but it's like a perfect melange of the two of them together. It's amazing. You got to try it next time. So my wife did this. She told, I thought it was just because she's Southern, but I was apparently wrong. She does. She did this because she was tired of our kids biting into it and all the jelly would just squirt out on the oh, floor. Yeah, sure, so sure. she went ahead and just started mixing it. And now it's like the greatest thing. I can't eat peanut butter and jelly out of the way. Cause mm. peanut butter basically is like sealant. It's bread sealant. <laughs> so if you put jelly on the other, other part, you can, if you push hard enough, the, the jelly will hit that bread sealant and slide out the back it's a it's, yep. it's science i you know i can't explain it it's science Do you have a jelly mm -hmm. preference uh, or chunky versus creamy like all that stuff does that Smuckers? matter i would say right. creamy creamy and grape yeah like you said uh and it's, it's basically the same thing as that kind of gruber grape but it's even more of into solution than than mm -hmm. what comes in that gruber grape i'm gonna do it next yeah. time i'm making it that I'm way totally i'm doing that yeah, yeah. That actually you know, sounds good. You know, the big time. argument we had was you're going to dirty a bowl. I mean, <laughs> who cares? It's a bowl, and you're already and you're already going to dirty uh, at least two knives, if right. not two spoons and one knife. Because Brian, Brian and I are in full agreement here. The... If you're using one knife for both peanut butter and the jam, then you are a dirty, dirty no. man. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> oh yeah, no, you you're worse than Puck from the real world. If uh, there's four people who got that reference, yeah. <laughs> Go back to the 90s. Us old people get that reference. That's sure. right, exactly. Sure. Yeah, you got to mix that stuff up. Oh, wait, didn't Puck do yeah. something? With, oh, yeah, it was a, uh, he was always putting his finger in the peanut butter. Fingers, he stuck his fingers right in the peanut butter jar, and it really ticked off Pedro. And Pedro was pissed. 
Pedro was pissed. Yeah, it was still <laughs> don't the, piss off Pedro. Still the best. Uh, yeah, and the best. Which gets the other guy really ever. fired up too, because the other guy Judd, was right on. Yeah, Judd, yeah, Judd Judd get all mad. Yeah, uh, comic book artist Judd Winnick. Yeah, he still um, he tweets right, so I follow him on Twitter, and he uh, married Pam. So Pam and him have been married yeah, all this time. Pam was great. Pam was the doctor. Yeah, I can't believe how much of this I remember. <laughs> uh, I know it's kind of insane. It's because it's the best season of reality TV ever. Made. <laughs> It really, it really was. was. Yeah. It was before they knew all the crap that you did with a reality show to make it to drum up mm-hmm. fake drama, and because they they provided plenty of that fake drama. They just was needed. The they just needed. A, everyone needs a puck. If you don't have a puck, you don't yes. have your fake drama. Well, you know there was there was a producer in the background just smacking pop puck upside the head, going, "Now, now, be a jerk today. Be even more of a jerk." <laughs> right. It was really good though. That's right. I I was so hooked on that at the time and could care less about yeah. it since. But for whatever reason, that season. I'm trying to remember who else. Right. It's funny, but those are the only ones I remember from that season. Puck, Pedro, Pam, and uh, Judd. Was Judd. crying Corey in that one? The cowboy, or the cowboy <laughs> no. was in the, the LA cowboy. season later on. No, the cowboy was season two, or no, three. Season three. Was, yeah. Was the curly, the long curly-haired girl? Was she in that one? I mean, I just just mentioned like any person that's on it, but there was a spe- very specific actress. She became an actress later from that um, show. I think she was like even on Law and Order. She... Well, there was an Australian woman who became an actress who was on the I want to say the Chicago. Real world. Um, that might be who I'm thinking two. of then. Let yeah. me look up season two real quick. See if we got. It. Yeah, yeah. Tell me who else is. This, right. this is great. This is. This I is mean, great. I just remember being in college, listen, like watching. Unrelated these shows. to medicine and board games, we found a third. <laughs> so not Los Angeles. Oh, why? Man. Why is this? Uh, oh, you know what? There's a season two was uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Well, why? Is it, it was there, New is, York, then San Francisco, then Los Angeles. Did they start it over recently? Because they're acting like there's a season two yes. recently or something. Yeah. F that. Okay. Here, here are the started, people. They, they're renumbering. You know, they, they don't right. even, they're forgetting about the first <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> not a dream, not a hoax. Puck will eat peanut butter off his fingers in this episode. Yep. All right. Here are your people Pedro Zamora, right. David Puck Rainey. That's Puck there. Rachel yeah. Campos. Yeah. It was Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you had Corey Murphy. He was the black guy with the cool dreads. Uh, Rachel was the really cute. Uh, like not really social media, but she did some sort of marketing. It was before social media. Can you imagine a time before social media? <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically that was kind of like she was in the proto social media world, kind of. Could you imagine yeah, social um, media during that when that first aired? When there was, if there was social media, my oh, God, yeah, no kidding. Who was, I'm sorry, so I, I interrupted. So who, who, uh, who was, else did you have? Uh, Joe Rhodes. I don't remember who that is. I think that's a girl. Joe. I think it's a okay. girl. I don't know for sure. Is it a girl? I can't tell. Muhammad. B- Belial. Oh, maybe he's the cool guy with the cool dreads. Yeah. Anyway, yep. so so the people I don't know are very well anyway. Rachel Campos, Corey Murphy, Muhammad Bael, and yeah, Corey was crying. Corey, she was crying all the time <laughs> about don't quit fighting, Puck and Pedro. Stop it. Yeah, they were always mad about that. And then Joe Rhodes, whoever that is, J O Rhodes. Even remember Joe Rhodes? I'm even looking at the photo and I see, I see Puck, Pam, Corey, Muhammad, Pedro. Judd and Rachel. I think I think Joe Rhodes didn't even show up for the promotional photos. I think he may have come. Maybe he replaced Puck because remember they kicked Puck off for a while. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah. They, they still followed him and he got hit by like a an open door. Somebody opened their doors. He was riding his bike past. Yeah, this was a big deal. I remember this being just such yeah. a huge deal and it was 94? Yeah, 94. Yeah, there we go. Joanna Rhodes goes by the name joe mm-hmm. she moved in after puck was evicted 
And she was living in Lake uh, Tahoe prior to joining the cast. Yep. I remember her now. By the way, all these wow. people are 50 or pushing it. Just so you know. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go, how many of these people are dead now? <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, only one. But, uh, yeah. I think Pedro died of AIDS. Everybody else is yeah. still with us. Puck is still around, as far as I know. Judd Winnick is almost our age. And then wow. you got, uh, let's see, Puck. One more time, he might appear. Yeah, Puck. Is, <laughs> I said not say Puck the third time. Oh, no, he's going to shoot bees <laughs> oh, out of his no. mouth. Uh, anyway. come flying out of his mouth in a messenger bag. Oh. I don't think he's really done much since. He's been in a lot of legal trouble. Latest they have here is, uh, as of 2013, he is on felony probation and forbidden from leaving L.A. County. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, really? Yep, yep. Oh no! You know that, that's when they say you expect some of these guys to be putting on an act, like, "Oh, Puck, he's not really right. that bad. He's probably a right. really nice guy." No, he's still a douche. Yeah. yeah, I think back then, again, back then, they weren't as good at making characters out of people who maybe didn't have character, right? Um, for reality shows, right? That's the true. Producers, when they interviewed him, they probably said, "This guy's a powder keg. Just throw him in a room <laughs> exactly. with people with yes. with any color whatsoever, and he will go nuts." Yeah, he's yeah. a, he's a right. mess. You, you had to know that his interview featured a lot of people looking at each other silently with their eyes wide open, like we've hit, we've struck gold. Yeah, <laughs> he stri- turns out striking left. gold is striking rock bottom. You got to hit rock bottom, That's and right. you find gold. One of them left offended themselves and were like, "Oh, we got to keep this guy." Yeah. It's funny because on that same note, and then we can really move off this topic, but while we were in <laughs> Vegas, we drove by a billboard for Theo uh, Theo Vaughn, who's appearing at like the Orleans or something. And I said, Theo Vaughn, hold on a second. Isn't he a road rules casualty? Oh, no. And he totally is. Theo Vaughn was <laughs> like in rules. that very first season uh, of... Uh, I forgot about that show too. Yeah. Yeah. That was okay and, at first. It was all right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that was okay. A uh, of things like Road Rules or Amazing Race. Yeah, Amazing Race. Those mm-hmm. things are a lot Ford of like Ticket to Ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, look, <laughs> we can make the transition. Hey, there Dan. It is. Ticket to Ride. Dan's Train the tabletop game. man. He's here on uh, Friday because we like that's when we like to talk to him. So last week we just had like a thing with me and you because Brian was on his trip and. Uh, because of that, uh, Brian didn't get any of the good news uh, that you're delivering. It sounds like you're preaching door to door. Did you get? Did you hear the good news? Uh, he hasn't heard any of the good stuff that you talked about, but you said you maybe have a couple of things that are specific to him that he might want to hear today. Ooh. So what do you got? Don't tell go me somebody's go. come up with my Las Vegas ticket to ride idea. <laughs> yeah, but but don't be surprised if all of a sudden it happens because things I like know. that once they once they're into the ether. Yeah. Just yeah. there's. Dang it. Yeah. It can happen. Okay, well, this first one that you've given me a link to, I'll let you talk about it, but I am so excited about it. Tell us about it. Oh, do we lose Dan? Dan? He's got weird connection today. Oh, I guess it's the second thing that he, because I saw the, first, the the second one. They put him on East this time. Nope, still don't see okay. him. I see you. Uh-huh, I hear you just. I'll go Central. How about Central? No. How about West? No. How about... Dan, if you can hear us, hang up and rejoin the call. <laughs> yes. If you can hear us, call us back or jump back in. Let's see if I can add him via... Yeah, I have to boot oh. him. Oh. There we go. Shit. Oh. I, I, did, I did it right <laughs> as he got in. Just as he said, oh, I think I can hear you now. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Hold on. This will take just a second. There we go. There we go. We'll get him hooked back up. All right, sorry, Dan. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, no, no. Something was weird. I don't know what happened there, but uh, you're all good now. Well, you've missed you missed a lot. Scott and I started talking about Daria. Yeah, 
Daria. Oh, Remember wow. Daria? Oh. It was a spinoff of the Beavis and Butthead show. That's the best part about yeah. it. Well, there were so many good things. That was uh, from Liquid Television with all the other good things were uh, were in there because you had Beavis and Butthead and, uh, uh, oh, what was the... Uh, the, uh, the weird the, one? The real... The weird was one, that? right? The weird one that they made the Charlize yes. Theron made Aeon Flux. Oh, Aeon, yeah. Aeon Flux. Aeon yeah. Flux. I love you know that the um, that uh, Office Space, the movie uh, Office Space, was based on a Mike Judge cartoon just about Milton that I think started on Liquid Television. I did not know that. I think you're right. I yeah. didn't know that. Did they mm-hmm. get Milton? The guy that you does look Milton's for that. voice to do it? Did uh? No, it wasn't Stephen Root, unfortunately. But but it basically was the whole. Uh, I'm gonna have to take that stapler away from you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn this place down. <laughs> it was basically the. Uh, I think my judge did the voice for that himself. I think he did. I think he did all the voices. Yeah, those early days. He's really good in Office Space himself because he has that little cameo. He's the uh, the manager of the of the Applebee's or whatever it is. Yeah, (laughs) right. The flare guy. (laughs) Freaking freaking love that guy. All right, all right. Sorry, we're back. Back to to board games. No more '90s culture. We're back to board games. Okay, tell us about uh, the core (laughs) set of political. Sorry, Crisis Protocol, not Critical Political. Is what I read in my so head. I thought so. This is kind of like an interesting one because I know uh, you know, and we're all Marvel people, and I know Brian kind of you know you like your miniatures and you like mm-hmm. the, the painting of them. Uh, this was an interesting one. I got to see that whole Marvel Crisis Protocol. You may you may dig this one. The problem is, I'm just thinking that long term, this may be a pretty costly one. It is it is a yeah. pretty cool tactical little Marvel game where it's kind of like Hero Clicks mixed with 40k, mixed with kind of Sentinels of the Multiverse. There they had a uh, Sentinels Tactics, which was kind of a miniatures game. So I just, I thought you might dig this one. I just don't know if I'm going to be one of those people that are going to get into this because it looks like it's going to be an investment. Here's So here's the thing. I would have pre-ordered this. I was like inches away from clicking the mouse and pre-ordering this. And for whatever reason, I didn't um, because this this is everything I like, right? It is miniatures. It's Marvel. I don't even care if I ever play the game. I just want these miniatures mm-hmm. and I want to paint them and I want to glue them together and I want to do all this stuff. Mm. Before I even had a chance to come back to it and pre-order it uh clark who we do um we do this monthly thing called puzzled pint uh with he, he and uh, nikki uh the moors um bought it for me for my birthday like Whoa, pre-ordered it a copy nice. for my birthday nice. so uh so the base set and I'm, I'm getting so excited he was like i'll even paint them for him. i'm like oh no i want to paint them please <laughs> let me paint them this i like almost said does the does the you me getting the gift uh, hinge on me letting you paint them? Because I really want to paint them. Dude, That's look at the Modok miniature. Oh my god! That is the one oh, I'm yeah. so excited about, Scott. Is the freaking Modok? But I'm looking at like the the instructions or the um, like there's a little thing that explains how you put it together and, and paint it. So cool! It's like oh, so they're not even like you don't get a uh, an unpainted, fully assembled Black Widow on a base. You get all the like you get torso legs head and arms that you can like paint very closely without having the whole thing to worry about without messing yeah this is where that whole that whole 40k thing comes in where like you gotta get those i think they're called like the little sprigs of things and you gotta really you have to take them apart you really have to sand them down a little bit maybe put it i don't know if they sometimes they come pre-washed with that base Mm-hmm. where that makes the sure. painting a little bit easier uh, but you got to do the glue and you got to kind of put them all together so this will be something you know if you kind of really a lot of people get that zen i could see you if it yeah. getting that zen yeah. of putting things together and painting did you notice totally. uh did you guys notice that the the cover art of that thing is um cap captain america on one side steve rogers looking all tough like he's about to attack and red skull 
looks like he's taking the Tesseract sort of Street Fighter 2 style, and he's about to, like, Hiruken that thing over there. Yeah. I don't think those are supposed to be used that way. I think you're supposed to, like, keep that safe and not bring it out and fight with it. I don't know how that works. No, but I do like how they basically have the the cover. It is the perfect comic trope of, like, good guys on left side and bad guys on the right side, but they have everybody matched up with one of their best supervillains. Yeah. You know, on the left to the right. Well, but I will say it looks amazing on the table and they had like all sorts of really nice pieces and it'll come with some terrain in that base box. Yeah. Oh, we'll really, really? Okay. Play. I thought it, uh, I saw all that stuff and I thought, all right, well, all the terrain is extra. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be 3D printing my own dumpsters and, oh. and uh, trash cans and stuff like that. That's easy enough for me to to mess around with that's so cool and that it comes with isn't going to be huge it's probably going to be like a little one by one or two by two thing that you can kind of throw out there right you can right. finally see what the what all the hubbub's about for those warhammer 40k people that do this all the time yeah 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 i, I could see yeah, I someone getting... is big on this i mean he's the one who painted some of the the minis that you and i have mm-hmm. uh the warhammer minis that oh, are yeah. just so gorgeous i have them in a display case in the basement here and uh yeah, these are just so cool. Amazing. So, were the you game a Splendor is... guy? Ibit? Splendor? No, I don't even know what Splendor is. Splendor is a really good uh, game. I don't know if you remember a few years ago. He won like the Spiel des Jahres. Uh, it's got it's kind of cards. It's got a, a lot of these really nice poker chips in there. Hmm. Uh, man, I'm surprised that I hadn't brought this up before. It's it's a re- you should really look it up. You can get it at Target. This game, actually, Scott, you would love this game too because it's very very easy to learn. Again, the rules are on one page, like one front and back page. And uh, you basically, on your turn, you're either going to, you do one of a few things. You either take three different poker chips, yeah. uh, which have the, um, you know, they're different colors. Basically, I think five or six colors. You take one of each uh, of three, or you take two of one. Or basically, if you have the chips and certain right of chips in front of you, you can buy a card. There's three rows of cards. And then there's a first level uh, that costs, a, you know, a little amount. And then there's a second level, a little bit more, and a third level. And some of them will have victory points on them. When you do get one of these cards, the color that will be on the card will give you a discount on future cards. So oh, it's basically kind of like I have a this on thing. iPad. I have this thing. They have this oh, on the iPad. Oh, it's really good on iPad. Too. Yeah, it's very really? good. That's okay. where I played it. Yep. I knew it was familiar, but I, I don't have the actual board game. This I have the iPad cool. version. God, oh, it's I've an seen amazing cover. I've yeah. seen the cover of that box about a million times. Yeah. You is, there yeah. Space, is there a space version? Because I'm seeing Epoch. Uh, Epoch. I don't know. E-P-O-C-H. Epoch. Looks like- I'm not sure. But they are coming out with a Marvel version. That's oh, the, really? That's the big thing I wanted to, that I saw at Gen Con that had what? me really just you know mind blown i couldn't believe it because uh you know this is kind of a polarizing game because you know hardcore gamers are like oh it's just it's only popular because of the chips in it but no it's it's just a fun <laughs> mechanical game my kids like it my family likes it like i said it's like scott said it's good on ios mm-hmm. the chips are actually really nice but they're coming out with the marvel version that has all comic art on there so you got Ooh. things like lockjaw black bolts uh, you know, all sorts of uh, Medusa, you know, they have uh, characters from everywhere in the Marvel Universe uh, and they have a little bit different rules, which don't change it up too much. It's just more or less kind of the winning thing because uh, you're going against obviously against Thanos and uh, kind of the base. One of the ways you can play is basically makes you get one at least have to have one chip of every color. Mm hmm. Uh, and it makes you get a third level card, which is basically, I think, like whatever they call it, the time stone at the time. Uh, and then then you can go ahead and try to win the game. And also they have these little cards that uh, in Splendor are kind of these cards. We call them up top because there's like if you have three of uh, two different colors, you can get five victory points. So it's like another way to get more victory points mm-hmm. to win the game. In this one, they have one that's an Avenger one. So every Avenger card that you get in front of you will have, you know, they'll have an A on there. Or if they're one of the main Avengers, they'll have two A's. 
Now, if you have discount on future Avengers cards, right? No, no, no. Actually, it's oh. it's a collecting thing. It's kind of like the longest road in uh, Catan, where oh, if you have the okay. most Avengers, you'll get this chip in front of you, which is most points. Gotcha. And you have to hold on to it. So if somebody gets more Avengers than you, then they get to steal it from you. That so it just changes great. a little bit. Um, the, they have very, you'll see pictures from Gen Con. You might even see some on my feed on Twitter. Uh, and it's going to look like those chips are very chintzy, but they were. But I was assured that, that they're not final pieces. They just threw together a bunch of sets so that they that's could show cool. it off at Gen Con. And hmm. they're going to be what's the heavy that? clay pieces. Yeah. What's the uh, what's that game called? The Marvel? It, they, I don't even know if it has uh, an entry on BGG yet. It's going to be Marvel, basically Marvel Splendor or Splendor Marvel. Marvel. Okay. Uh, but it'll be, uh, they said first quarter 2020 by Space Cowboys. Uh, it should be released. Hmm. Uh, but uh, if anything's to be said as far as kind of the reaction that everybody got at Gen Con, uh, they're going to try to get this one out ASAP. I don't know why they're not trying to get it out for Christmas. Yeah, for Christmas would be the logical thing. Oh, well, because everybody will be games. spending their money on uh, Crisis Protocol. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah, so, Marvel, yeah, there's a lot of great Marvel stuff. That license is going tell, tell me what the, cool. the, the one that Brian's getting for his birthday uh, his pre-order. What is the game like? Like, what do you do in the game? Turn-based, forty so k style sort of thing. Uh, like, what is? Yeah. It? So they've, mm -hmm. they've got like so each each uh, player or each character has a certain distance that they can move, and then their attacks can actually reach a certain distance. So on your turn, you'll have like a movement and one or two actions, and then uh, depending on what there may be different objectives. It may not just be uh, kill everybody else in the other team. It might be kind of control point things. There'll be a lot of different uh, kind of versions or ways to play the game. Uh, but of course, taking out the other team is, you know, kind of what you really want to do. But everybody will have, uh, you know, different type of actions that they can do. And you'll also have to use, of course, like I said, uh, there'll be line of sight uh, and also distances, too, that you can affect them. So, uh, you know, Black Widow may only be able to shoot, uh, you know, three or four inches in order to, to hit somebody. Uh, whereas, you know, Ultron uh, with his laser beams may have a lot longer distance that he'll be able to shoot. Hmm. That makes sense because Ultron's cool. a dick. So, oh yeah, so you have all sorts of tactical things that'll go on there, and there'll be uh, you know hit points and crap like that. <laughs> nice. Uh, what else uh, uh, jumps out at you? Are those the ones for? So uh... there was another one that I that I had kind of linked in here. I'm not sure uh, if if you had saw it before I got kicked off here, but this is called Unmatched. This was from uh, Restoration Games. This is based. On, I don't know if you guys remember Star Wars Epic Duels. Yeah. Oh yeah. Way back when. Oh um, yeah. So this takes that system of Star Wars Epic Duels and it puts it into kind of a one-on-one -on -one where you're getting different heroes. Their first set, the Unmatched Battle of Legends Volume 1, uh, they released at Gen Con. So they'll have things like King Arthur is in there uh, and he'll have uh, some servants there. And then in Merlin, uh, which has... Uh, I'm trying to think of who Merlin is. But Merlin has like another sidekick. Um, Alice has the Jabberwock as her sidekick. And then Medusa has little hags. So there's four different characters and you fight one-on-one -on -one with either one of them with their sidekicks and they each have their own little deck of cards uh, that you don't have to worry about deck building or anything. It's just shuffle it up and go. And then you're kind of using tactics. Uh, you know, you're either, you kind of move and draw a card uh, or attack uh, and things that when you attack, you both play a card and the other person can defend by playing a card depending on who gets the highest and then there's damage. There's also different effects and everybody has their own powers. So Alice, when she's bigger, she has, I want to say she has better, uh, she has better attack, but when she's smaller, she has better defense. Hmm. So okay. she gets bonuses depending on which size she is. And and Medusa has uh, another action where if you're in the same uh, quadrant as her on the beginning of the turn, she does automatically one point of damage to you because she can stare at you to do damage. So everybody's got, uh, they've got a couple of different sets that are coming out. They had a Bruce Lee, um, he was a promo that you could buy at Gen Con. 
Uh, there's a Robin Hood versus Bigfoot set, which is just two characters. And then they've got another one that they announced that's a Jurassic Park, which is Injun versus Raptors. One player, person <laughs> plays the uh, plays the company. The other person plays like three or four Raptors. Oh, that's cool. So, Robin yeah, Hood versus really Bigfoot. Really? That's the thing? <laughs> I've never heard of that rivalry before. Play, is that like I a... want to play clever girl? <laughs> play my clever girl card. I don't think Alice and Medusa have uh, too much of a rivalry either. But you know, they, they just kind of picked all these things, and then they were taking uh, all cool. sorts of submissions. They were taking submissions as to what the next sets should be. So people were putting huh. all sorts of things like Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, throw a set of them sure. out there. Oh, like that's that. hilarious! Wow, this is one I'm surprised <laughs> there isn't a Marvel. Uh, license or even a DC license version since they've got Jurassic Park and I saw a few other ones in it's that very list, hero-y but, uh, uh, yeah. like you could do just about anybody yeah. I like the simplicity of the layout this reminds me of a game that I've been eyeing on Steam called uh, oh shoot the Nowhere Profit it's called uh, it's not based on a board game but it's called Nowhere Profit and it's this game where um Imagine Slay the Spire or like a deck builder, the way these deck builders are coming out. Dan, you know, like um, Ashes of... What's the Ashes one that you and I played? Something of Ashes. Deck of Ashes. Do you know the one? That was that was actually kind of fun, too. Yeah, that one was all right. Uh, it's a lot like that, and I'm eyeing it big time because it looks like it might be right up my deck alley. Deck building game for Nowhere Profit. Yeah. For some reason, Dan's getting choppy again. You hear that? Yeah. Let me re-add him. I don't know what's causing that. So weird. Yeah, I don't get it. It's okay, though. I don't mind. Ooh, you only have so much time, though. We have to go soon. Uh, Dan, sorry. That thing was weird I'm just a mess today. It's not your fault. It's something <laughs> technical. Um, anyway, hey, uh, any uh, final uh, recommendations before we blow you out of here? What else you got? Well, I do have one more thing that this is for mm -hmm. your daughter, Scott. <clears throat> okay. This is for uh, Taylor. And actually, since you guys are 50 now, it may be for you as well. <laughs> This is a this is a this is a homemade. This is a good way to make. There's magic butt cream for you can make compounds of this. Uh, a lot of times you'll get this for kids that have really bad diaper rash. Okay, but you can actually kind of make a version of it yourself at home because you know I had to work poop in somehow for you guys. You start you start with a bowl of peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I almost transitioned right into this from from the peanut butter too. Really. Um, so you what you got is so have you guys heard of desitin? I'm sure Scott, your oh, yeah. daughter will know exactly what desitin is. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't. I've never heard of it. I don't know what that is. Stinky white uh, goo from a tube. Yep. Okay. So it's zinc oxide. You take some desitin and you mix some uh, malox in there, and what that does is kind of helps a little bit of a skin protecting. You kind of can mix it together. Now, if your child has some really bad kind of a fungal infection, sometimes you'll get that around the bunghole and around the, you know the that area there, uh, you know around the butt with the, from the diaper rash. Yeah. You can mix in some clotrimazole, which you'll you'll find in the uh, you know foot care idol because it's a uh, lotrimin. It's the same thing as what you would use on foot fungus and other fungus. They just market it that way. So you can actually mix some of that in there as well. You mix the three of them together and you can use that as magic butt cream, kind of OTC or over the counter magic butt cream. <laughs> Keep it away from the genitals. You don't want to go near that area yeah. with uh, the antifungal. But if you don't use the uh, the antifungal, you can you can use the uh, malox and the uh, you know and the zinc oxide together. It's not something I would use every day because of the malox. You know you don't want to, especially if you have open wounds. You don't want aluminum and magnesium and that stuff getting in the child. But it's a good combination when you have that really bad 
kind of diaper rash that's really painful and, and it helps to clear everything up uh, real well. All right, Brian, you and I chafe occasionally. It'd be good for us. We and, do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the baby's actually here. Yeah, tonight. I'm sure you got swampy in Vegas. Sure. Yeah, little swampy in Vegas. <laughs> Taylor's uh, brought the baby by tonight. She's getting baby sat by us, so maybe she'll get baby shat by us, and we'll uh, we'll get in there and fix her up. This is good nice. advice, Dan. Dan, the tabletop man and advice giver, all things medical. Maybe not all things. Hey, uh, Dan, what else? Where should people find more of uh, your musings? Where can they go? So you can uh, find me at Geek Jog Blog on Twitter. Uh, we'll have at the Geek All Stars. Uh, we'll be this coming out this week. We're doing a Gen Con recap, and of course, check out uh, Levi Paradox on Twitter. Uh, we do the Paradox podcast hosted by Bridget Levy, where we talk about all this fun stuff every other Sunday. It'll be a week from this Sunday. We just put one out that was talking a lot about diabetes and uh, you know and what to do if you don't have a lot of money and uh, you know you need, still need your insulin and things like that. We have a lot of good recommendations on there. I uh, hope you guys get a chance to check it out. Uh, give some recommendations for us. We're finding, you know, it's the first few episodes we're finding our, you finding our voice. Yeah. You know, but we're mm-hmm. uh, we're getting yeah. better every episode. It takes it's a little while to do natural. that. Yeah, yeah. And I've got the page right in front of me, the the Lipson page, and uh, I wish the artwork was bigger because I really want to see what this art looks like. It looks like it's hilarious. But oh yeah, if you look at the Twitter, you can actually kind of click on the Twitter oh, tw- yeah, uh, logo okay. and it'll it'll bring it up big. Uh, uh, <clears throat> cool. Was it uh, oddly normal one Audi uh, Audi Norm Norman Audi Norman Audi Norman Yeah Audi yeah. Norman. That guy is a genius. He's so good. Um, he's just another one of those great artists. You know, artists are weird. I don't know if you knew that, Ibit. Artists are really strange. They are. Oh, believe me. I do shows with artists, and uh, you just got to, like, you know, can't talk about that. Can't bring up Wacom or anything like that. So, yeah, Audie did a good job at our our little He's great. He looks just like Jerry and I. He does a bunch of um, uh, stuff for TWDB as well. He's super talented. And, by the way, I have a little – I have some uh, something here from Dr. Tolbert. Okay, I'd like to play. Some advice from uh, Jerry Tolbert, everybody. Here you go. The entire world is covered in a thin layer of fecal matter. That's good to know, isn't it? It's good to know. <laughs> the whole world is covered in a At thin layer. At least every every uh, preschool is covered in a thin layer of fecal matter. Yeah. He's good for that. <laughs> we were on Alex's show last night, and Jerry uh, had the he dropped that in. You know, Alex is that guy that uh, the voice that you hate. The got. horrible voice, yeah. Alex Abisu's voice, man, uh, that Alex thing. Boy. <laughs> It's not good. Uh, all right. Dan, Dan, uh, the tabletop man. Thanks a lot, dude. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye now. All right. Very good. Well, Brian, we're coming to the end of you our We're going to do program. a couple T- uh, Ask TMSs. And yeah, then, we uh, got time. You got time? I got time. I got time. I got time. Got a hot date tonight. Going to go out for some Japanese barbecue with Bobby Ann and Barry Folks. If this will freaking Chicago. work. Um, Gosh, I've had I'll like, just do it for you. I had some you can de- always follow me on Twitter. Bird goes tweet tweet. No, I'm it's terrible not, with names. It's not that. It's the um, <laughs> it's the my browser is having DTN or DNS issues, and I don't know why. Oh, gotcha. It's having DTNS issues. Yeah, DTNS issues. <laughs> Tom. As you have. Uh, here we go. Okay, it's up now. Let me pull this over. Okay, uh, ask TMS is or ask TMS PM is the hashtag, and we got a few. Let's do our latest and see where we're at. Uh, Nathan Wall wrote in, what fast food place has the best chicken nuggets and what is your dipping sauce of choice? Mm. Um, I used to give it to Chick-fil-A, but I'm going to give it to Popeye's. They have really good nuggets. Oh, I haven't had the, I've not had the chicken tenders at Popeye's. I, I would say Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And you know good. what? Yeah. It's early enough in the, uh, in the week. Yeah. By the way, I came back from Vegas, uh, 1.6 pounds up yeah. from my weigh today which isn't bad after a buffet 
two prefix dinners, two plates of desserts that were brought to the table because it was my birthday. I'm 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 proud of only being 1.6 pounds. Yeah, up, so you're good. You're good. I can man. get back down, but not until after I have a uh, small <clears throat> peach milkshake from Chick Fil A. I think that sounds right. Uh, here's yes. one from Jeff. He says, "Hey Scott, why do you ask Brian a bunch of detailed questions about a movie he just saw when you're going to see it anyway?" It's not detailed <laughs> questions. I just want to that know what you think. That doesn't feel like a question as much as maybe a criticism. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a problem. You just, I know. It's fun. But it's fun content for the show. It's like, so does uh, does Keanu Reeves' character die? Is he going to die at the end? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, kind of stuff you ask, and it's funny as hell. Uh, Greg Skinner says, TV's Egon says, Scott, will the Carolina Reaper sauce help with the low T? No, it won't. <laughs> No, it'll give me. No, but it'll give you the runny teas. <laughs> yeah, a whole different kind of tea. Uh, let's do one more. Worst ice cream flavor says Bill at Run Stump Jump, Jump Jump, not Jump. Uh, Run what, Stump Jump. Yeah. <laughs> What's your least favorite ice cream uh, flavor? All right. Well, I'm going to do this based on like typical um, ice cream flavors, not you know the fact we've got like mustard ice cream and other things out there. Yeah. Um, worst ice cream flavor. Bubble gum. Did we already do this question? No, we talked about, uh, oh. Did we talk about this? It's interesting. We might have because we did both come up with bubble gum as the worst ice cream flavor. It totally is. Maybe this is an old one. Oh, it is an old one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Brunston. Guess you what? Heard. Bubble gum's still the worst <laughs> ice cream flavor. Also, uh, yeah. pralines and ass. That's not a good one either. Don't, uh, don't get pralines and ass. <laughs> Ew. Or as my wife calls them, pralines, because she's from the South. Oh, crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, there's your questions. We'll do more of these. We didn't really advertise it today because we didn't know if we'd have time. But ask TMSPM is the hashtag. Use it frequently. We'll ask these questions right here on the show. And uh, if you'd like to email us, like we got an email earlier, you can send an email to themorningstream at gmail.com. The entire episode today brought to you by you at patreon.com slash TMS. Send us your stuff. Go over there and check it out. Sign up. Find a thing. You're going to find something you like, and we'll send it to you in the mail in some cases. There's great levels to check out. Mm -hmm. That's patreon.com slash TMS, and we're at frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, we're done. Uh, song, You want to play a song? I do want to play a song since somebody was nice enough to send in a request for a song. Evan Bagley wrote in and said, hey, guys, my wife and I are celebrating 11 years together, and even though she doesn't listen, she's into true crime podcasts. <laughs> I've listened since episode five. We spent two years in Scott's old stomping grounds, Hattiesburg, and now we're almost in his backyard in Provo. Weird. Is it too early for me to deliver a fish sandwich to your front door? Uh, yes. Lobos, eat toes, yo. The answer is yes, by the way. It's too early to do that. It's too early? Yeah, oh, no. Can't sorry. do it. Just have to imagine. Yeah. Here, I'll do it for you. Is it too early to get a fish sandwich? Oh, am I supposed to play it? Oh, I can play it. Hey, it's too early to get a fish sandwich. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Happy I'm going to gonna imitate every sound on your soundboard. Okay. I won't need it anymore if you can do a good enough job. No, exactly. Yeah. I won't. I would call it a labor of love, not after this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how much love there is. All right. So uh, uh, <laughs> his request, he loves the song Naked As We Came by Iron and Wine. Uh, they're big fans of Iron and Wine. So how about a cover of that song? Uh, a couple of years ago, Natalie Imbruglia oh, yeah. released an album called Male, M-A-L-E, where she covered a bunch of songs that were originally performed by male artists. 
uh really really good album actually and uh i'm torn as to whether you know it's her best album but i kind of like it uh naked as we came is one of the songs from that album here is natalie imbrulia with the song naked as we came show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I like fishing.